Hi, this is Katie, and thank you for joining me on the My Senses, My Space podcast. And today I wanted to talk to you about my love of mugs, as well as, <laughs> this is kind of two parts, um, how to kind of assess something, whether or not you're going to keep it. So I love mugs. I love them like I'm a coffee drinker and if I'm having tea, I want a lot of it. So big giant mugs are kind of one of my love languages. <laughs> I love how they're handmade and when I'm touching them and feeling them and using them, that they have different textures. Some of them are so smooth. Um, one in particular <laughs> likes to advertise please touch our mug butts because they are so smooth. They have tools that they specially bought just to make the bottom of their mugs just so satisfying um, to touch underneath, just like really smooth. Um, and then other ones I have purchased that feel more like a smooth stone from the river. And it, it specifically said that in her description, she talks about how she made this mug because it reminded her of stones that her, I think it was her father or her grandfather brought to her and that she remembers holding in her hand and feeling the texture of. And when I use that mug, I, I think of that, right? This kind of smooth, yet a little porous um, of like what the river would have overturned over and over through the ages of just smoothing it down over time but it was formed into a mug this was her interpretation of that i as you can tell i can talk on and on about this there's some that have like hearts all out on the outside and it just reminds me of the love that i have for myself and others um others are like there's this one I just remember vividly of um, this man, like when I bought it from him, he's like, I am so appreciative of you buying this. This is made by my wife and we are just appreciative of every single sale. And this was in Vancouver, um, BC at, um, oh, what's it called? I'm trying to remember. There's this little kind of like island right in the middle of town that has, oh, Granville Island that has all these artists there selling their wares. So I vividly think of that moment when I'm using that mug. This can be for like any type of objects they're using that you are using every day, that you have these memories or these connotations or affiliations with materials or where and when you bought it or who you used it with or who you think of when you use that. And so when we have all of these memories, it can be really hard to let objects like this go or pare it down to where the ones when you open up the cupboard or open up the drawer that you have, the ones that are left there are the ones that just mean so much to you. This could be clothes too, right? <laughs> Anything that you open up and you have a selection to choose from. Uh, books, um, pens, um, stickers. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you can just kind of go wherever you want with that. But when you're, you're trying to make a decision, think about like, 
am I entering this space and having trouble making a decision every day about this? Um, that would be your first indicator of whether or not you should pare things down. Am I having trouble fitting everything into this space? That's another indicator. So only when you're like, okay, I'm squished for space. This is too complicated. This is, you know, taking too much of my time to make this first decision. Then it's time to think about which ones should I keep? And the second part of that is you really need to empty the whole space out. Now, it can be very daunting to go, okay, this sounds like an all day project if it's your entire wardrobe. And sometimes it is. Um, but in the case of like mugs, when I was just recently going through all my mugs, I got them all out, but I only said just the mugs today. Like I can do just this cabinet. And if you look on my YouTube, um, I do have, and you, it's linked below, like my process of going through two different areas of my home and going through mugs and some teacups and just letting them go. And you can see my decision process with those. Um, but you can also go, you know what, when I'm approaching my whole entire wardrobe, that's too much. Let me just do a category and I will do that once a day, once a week, whatever your body and mind can handle. Um, and so you could say, well, I'm just going through short sleeve shirts today and that's it. Like there is a boundary then whether or not it's just like a certain cabinet space, a certain bookcase, a certain drawer, a certain part of your, um, clothes closet there that you're just saying, okay, I'm only going to do this and I get to walk away and I know that there's an end to it. And especially when I'm working with my son and he needs like, okay, this sounds too challenging. It's an instant. No, I don't want to do this. Um, he's autistic. So it's just like when you approach something with him, if something brand new and it's a chore, we need to break it down or we need to say it's, there's an end point to this and it's not that long. You could set a timer knowing that you only have five minutes to do a little bit and you know that that end time is coming, that that hard thing that you're experiencing is going to come to an end. Otherwise, if you just say, I'm cleaning my whole house today, and maybe if you have a very small house, it works. But if you have many rooms, it's going to be a very step-by-step -step process. So once you clear all that out, whatever defined space that you're talking about going through, then sit down. And there are two approaches to this that I've come across. There's probably more. One approach is listen to a podcast, have something in the background to distance yourself from the emotional attachments that are going on. Um, actually I might have more, more than two. So I'll, I'll kind of go over what I think when you have something else kind of occupying part of your mind, it's a little easier to look at objects, look at clothes, look at anything that you have in front of you and go, okay, I see this a bit more objectively than when it's like super quiet and you're looking at that one object and you're like, I, but I love this and I need this and I have to have it when in your heart of hearts, know that you only kind of like it. 
like trying to be really truthful with yourself. There are going to be things you absolutely love. And those are the things you want to keep, right? But when you're looking at the item and you're like, um, you know, I have this one bad memory with it, but it's mostly good. And, and that one kind of bad memory is the first thing I think about. And it's really useful. And other people would think it's really cute. Maybe it's time to let it go. Like you don't need to be remembering that bad memory. You don't need to be keeping something because other people want it. Um, and you don't need to have extra in your house if you have enough of other things. And, and that's another assessment you can do is like, how often am I needed to clean this object or use an object similar to, to it, like a mug? Like how many times am I running out of mugs before I have to run the dishwasher? How many times am I running out of t-shirts before I have to do the laundry? And think of it as a use case scenario. So those are like a couple different <laughs> things to keep in mind. And then think about passing that on. Think about like, if I pass this on to somebody else, they're not going to have the bad memories that I have of this object. They can have this really amazing memory of finding this object. And that's the memory that's going to stick in their heads of like, oh yeah, I found this on Buy Nothing. I found this in the thrift store. I found this because someone gifted it to me. I, and I remember that person who gifted it to me and I have really good memories of that. So yeah, it's, it's thinking about like how many times are you going to need that particular object in the future? And in, you can measure that with time as well. So saying like, when was the last time I used this? Can I have now for me, I keep two areas of my home. It's kind of, kind of like having a summer and winter um, wardrobe. Although like for clothes for me personally, I combine them all so I could get rid of, I didn't have place to store extra clothes. But for me, my priorities were my mugs instead of clothes. And I had an area where I have, I go to first thing in the morning to make my coffee or my tea and those are my favorite mugs. And then I have kind of a backup area and those I rotate out. Well, my backup area had gotten too much. <laughs> it was overflowing as well as my primary area. So I knew I had to let something go. Um, but I like to rotate them out and actually like, oh yeah, I haven't used this one for a while. Let me put that into my rotation. And it could be seasonal. It could be like, this is a mug that I always have hot drinks in. And so that's going to be during the winter time here um, in the Northern hemisphere. And that's not happening right now. So <laughs> we are in summer. And so I can put that mug away for a little while. And sometimes in putting that away, you realize, oh, I haven't used it for a while. And I got one that I like even better. And maybe I'll do the one in one out policy. So that's bringing in anything new into your life, you let something go. Um, and, and, and there was another mug I had for quite a while. I had bought it from, it was a handmade, almost all my mugs are handmade, but this one was made from the ashes of St. Helens. And here in the Pacific Northwest, that was a huge event that happened in May of 1980, I believe. And I was only two years old when that happened. I have no memory of it. 
my parents did. They went outside, they collected ash, just like everyone around in this area. And I thought, oh, wow, this is a particularly Northwest thing to have. And I had that mug for a long time. I used it for a long time. And it wasn't until I connected with someone about that. And we were like relating. Yeah, we were so young at the time. And I'm like, wait a minute, I really don't have a personal connection with this. It was nothing memorable to me that I remember going through. I remember people talking about it. So I can actually let that go. It's not really who I am and what I want to remember. It was a comfortable mug. It felt good in my hands. And sometimes that's a qualifier that you can use. But for me, it wasn't enough. And I wanted to bring in more mugs into my life that really felt like me. And when I would make coffee that morning, it would just inspire me throughout the day. And Mount St. Helens doesn't really do that for me. <laughs> and I finally made that connection after 15 years of having this mug. And it had, it was in my primary location. It went to my secondary location and now I can let it go. And there's maybe someone out there who is going to, I'm going to donate it. And someone is going to enjoy it. Someone's going to say, oh my goodness, yes. I remember that day and I want to use this. Or maybe they're a scientist and they just think that's super cool. That <laughs> The ashes were, maybe I didn't describe this, the ashes were actually built into the mug. They used it to make the glaze and everything. Very important thing to know. So think about how you're using the item. What are you actually putting into it? Uh, I had a bunch of items also in that area that I only had single use cases for. So something that I would only bring out for a certain kind of dinner, a certain kind of um, holiday, a certain type of event or something. They were very, very like, okay, here's a thing that holds olives. I, I like olives. I don't serve olives. I have a bowl. I don't need like one of those really long things that you can like line up a bunch of olives in. I thought so. I thought it'd be fun, but it's okay. You can change. You can change and, and kind of let that go. So single use things. I got rid of a whole bunch of things like that besides my mugs. Um, how it feels in your hand. There are some mugs that like the handle just doesn't fit my hand very well. It just feels awkward every time I pick it up. Just like the same with clothes, why put something on if like something is rubbing you all day and you're in the middle of your back or something and it just doesn't feel good on your body, it's time to let it go. We're not talking about size. We're not talking about where we want to aspirations of any kind of body image stuff. That's, that's a whole nother podcast. But right now, is that object serving you? And if it's way too in the future and way too outside of your goals and way too like, this is not helping me be the best I am every day, maybe it's time to let it go. Um, think about the colors. Sometimes color matters a lot that I kind of want some certain color scheme sometimes or something. I, I want something really colorful in the morning because that kind of expresses my mood or I need something more kind of rainy day-ish where I wake up and it is raining and I want something more subdued. 
it can, it, in, when you think of those moments, you're thinking about your intuition. You're thinking like, when I get up, I'm not sure how I'm going to be like the night before. It's like, we don't know how, what kind of mood or what, how we're feeling the next day. And when we wake up, there's a certain intuition of saying, thinking in our heads, I'm going to wear this because it makes me feel good. I'm going to use this because it makes me feel good. And those decisions are made in that moment and they are made for you. And I think that's another factor in like looking at what you have and giving yourself options and saying like, today I don't have much energy. I'm going to put on the most comfiest thing and my most favorite mug, and I'm going to feel really good that day. And when you have a bunch of mugs in your cabinet that don't facilitate that, that don't comfort you or a bunch of clothes that don't make you feel that way, you're going to be frustrated. Okay, so I know this is a bit long, but I am really passionate about this, about how to let things go. And I love to help people with this. And a lot of times I'm sitting on video calls with them and helping them sort through their feelings of whether or not to keep something in their lives or whether to let it go. And a lot of times there's grief with that. And it helps sometimes to just be with somebody else to make those best decisions. So if you're interested in any time about working together, just email me. My email's in this very podcast down below in the description. Um, see if you need any help with that. But I hope this kind of gives you a little bit of thought about how to sort through your items, which items are the most important to you, like mugs or clothes or something else, and how to create that space so that when you're entering it and making that intuitive decision every morning, it just feels the best for you. So until next time, thank you for joining me on the My Senses, My Space podcast.